ice cool. It's Cronulla's night. They've done it again at the death in the Shire. Hello and welcome to Little Birdie Sports Show for a Monday first look. I'm your host, Nikki Sylvester. Joining me today is MG for all things AFL. And we've also got top rate for NRL and a few sporty little hits that he's got going at the moment. First look is proudly brought to you by topsport.com.au, Little Birdie TV, punting form and manscaped for the very best in men's grooming. MG's here with me in the studio. MG, how are you? Good morning, Nikki. How are you? Oh, you should be up and about. You've had a huge weekend. Yeah, it's been uh, been pretty good at uh, LBHQ this weekend. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we've got plenty to discuss. Um, mm-hmm. Plenty going on the AFL. A um, oh, lot yeah. to unpack shortly. Um, we've got uh, the one and two seeds stamp their authority for sure on the weekend. Mm-hmm. We had some uh, uh, Carlton choke. Brisbane give up the biggest lead of the year yep. so far and lose to Richmond. And we've got two teams that continue on their winning streak as well, and Collingwood and Geelong now at 10. So plenty to unpack shortly in the AFL. Absolutely, that fight for the, the top eight is still on and uh, yes, it is. we'll get into that in a little bit. And uh, Top Rope, you are absolutely on fire. Your comms game for the first three days, if I had the cash gun, it would be going off right now. <laughs> yeah, we've been up and about. Uh, we've done well considering how uh, how inconsistent bookies are and how hard it has been to get a market. But, uh, yeah, we've uh, had 11 settled bets. We're up uh, 37-odd units. And uh, appear to seventy nine point one percent. Thank you very much to the weightlifting. We're our ten unit, ten unit, and eight unit uh, all lobbed uh, last night over the last two nights. So two fifty dollars, two fifty into uh, market down dollar forty five into a dollar twenty, dollar ninety into a dollar fifteen. So some good goes there. Amazing! Oh my god, that is so good. All right, punters, if you haven't already got it, you can still get it. The comms game package is fifty five dollars in the little Betty live TV shop. Top rope Birmingham blind, as it's called, and he's literally off to a blinder already. And we would be off to it. We, we, we would be filling up even more. And, and so you've got, to, you've got to respect the bookies a little bit on this one. But if they would just put some damn marks up, some, even stuff like the swimming is, is barely being going up. Not all bookies are putting them up. You know, we are not, we're not seeing that. We're not seeing, you know, consistent marks. People are putting two swimming markets up for ones four days down the line. Others are having, you know, all the judo matches and no way. It's very, very strange. So get your act together, bookies. Get some casuals on overnight. Put the markets up. Yeah, this is, the, yeah, this might be Olympics light, but it's still, yeah, it's still a decent deal. Get some markets up and let us have a crack. So, um, you know, I understand limits are going to be small. That's fine. You know, it's a bit random, but uh, put the work in. We're putting the work in. So you guys put the work in and we'll, uh, We'll square off like we always do. They know it's an unfair fight, Top Rope. That's why they're not putting the prices <laughs> up. They've uh, seen your early blinders. Well, I don't know why they just don't all pile into the blinders. They can pay it, you know, cheap rate and get all the markets there. So um, I, yeah. I am very it, much, um, I'm very much for sale, MG. If, uh, if if someone wants to pay me to put their prices up, I will take. <laughs> I'll do that job as well. So <laughs> any bookies out there who want me to price up the weightlifting. Every favourite dollar ten. Everyone else, pick your price. Not hard. They've also seen your fee top rope, so there's a reason why uh, the bookies aren't jumping out of trees to sign you up. So uh, you don't come cheap, that's for sure. Why? Why should greatness be cheap? No, I never said that. Bookies aren't known to be generous. Let's be honest. So, it's- all right. The uh, what do we got? The uh, Grand Prix. Yes, yes, Our yes. resident Grand Prix. What have you got for us? A Hungarian Grand Prix last night. Yep, Max Verstappen. He stamped his uh, lead. He's eighty points in front now in the drivers' championship. In my mind, he won't be beat now. Um, so he came from 10th on the grid to finish first, really just um, in those first sort of 10 laps, he just overtook and really got himself into a position. George Russell, it was his first pole ever, 
and he finished third. Um, so Verstappen won, then Hamilton in second and George Russell in third. So I reckon he's going to have an amazing year next year, George Russell, literally, like I think I said it two weeks ago. He hasn't finished outside of the top five or six in every race this year and um, he just keeps getting better and obviously that team's great. But uh, Ferrari, disaster. Oh, no. Disaster for Ferrari. They don't know what they're doing as a team, so <laughs> I don't know where they're going to go from here. But um, Leclerc can't win the tra- championship now, so it'll all be Verstappen there unless he crashes out. Jeez. Can't see that happening. Jeez. You're tailing, tailing the spray in the Italians. It's no good. Oh, well. Like, but the team messages are not consistent. They're having some issues, um, and I think that's why they're they're not finishing where they should be. So, um, you yeah. know, anyway, okay. other teams will be uh, chipping at the points. A team that didn't have an issue uh, over the weekend is the yes. females uh, Euro final was won by the England Lionesses um, just a few hours ago, actually. So it yep. was extra time, 2-1. Uh, amazing full house at Wembley oh. for those who haven't seen the match or the highlights yet. Um, very good for women's sport. Uh, first time winners, England. So they finally put on the board. I think it was first time since uh, the men's might have won in World Cup '66. I think was Huge. last time they won anything. So they'll be certainly be celebrating. Yeah. And they've also been following uh, top ropes, uh, Birmingham Blinders. So <laughs> it's, uh, plenty of beers being drunk on a Monday over there for today's. But yeah, awesome win for uh, England. Big crowd. Wasn't yeah. a bad match. And uh, yeah, they'll celebrate uh, long into the week, I imagine. Yeah, I said to you before that they. Um Prince William and Princess Charlotte gave them a little inspirational message before the match, and obviously they went out and won it. Oh, top rope. Talk to me about all things NRL. Oh, my God, what a weekend it was for the NRL. Yeah, well, if you're getting one image for the weekend uh, uh, to um, think about the finger being raised, a couple of send-offs, including you know, probably the biggest run of the weekend, finish uh, at the last halfback, Nathan Cleary. Uh, how, how long do you think he's going to get? Five weeks? He's accepted five weeks, so he's, um, he's pretty guilty. Uh, he hit both. They all handled pretty well, you know, especially for a parent team who's renowned for their grubbiness. Uh, uh, he handled it pretty well. It was a bad, bad tackle. He knew he was going to get marched. He got marched. Uh, it was a fair amount of contrition in it. So, um, but yeah, he, he won't be there for the rest of the season. Jerome Luai out for the rest of the year as well. So, parents will be uh, going with them, limping to the line with a makeshift half, but they're probably far enough ahead to to lock up the minor premiership. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be a tough battle from here and for the Panthers. So that was certainly hot. And, and the other send off was Tom Burgess in, in Golden Point, the covering tackle that helps out the winning field goal for, for the Sharks. It was, uh, yeah, probably another deserving send-off, to be fair. It was a pretty vigorous swinging arm. He's, he's accepted the guilty play cop the week. But, um, yeah, that was certainly kind of the, the two big talking points out of the weekend. The other... Kind of notable points is uh, a couple of coaches on the fire. We've got uh, Adam O'Brien from Newcastle, Justin Holbrook from the Titans. They both lose again. Uh, Adam O'Brien stupidly defending his coaching record uh, in his press conference, which is not going down. <laughs> um, the last act of a desperate man, and uh, um, yeah, he's, he's calling for calling for patience. Well, I think he, I think uh, if the club has any decency or, or intent, they will get rid of him. Um, the Tigers. Uh, you know, the much maligned Luke Brooks, uh, to kind of toss it up again for about the 10th straight year, whether they should keep him or not. Well, he's out for the year and they come out and win in Brisbane 32 18 in their performance in probably years, to be honest. So, uh, really big effort there from them. The Storm, they ended a four game, uh, losing streak with a win over the Warriors. It was hardly impressive, but they got the job done 24 12. And, uh, the Roosters, 
beat an understrength Manly on Thursday night, twenty to ten, in what was, you know, uh, what you could only really say was a pathetic performance on the Roosters, and they would have lost had uh, had Manly played full strength. So Manly, of course, have issues of their own now. The, the, the players who did play reportedly very happy with the seventy pulled out. Uh, yeah, this has got a club divider going forward because it's very hard. You know, Manly now outside the eight. They've fallen behind the Roosters. Uh, yeah, really key game. To have seven of their starters missing, really disappointing for, for, for Manly. And I think some players who, 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 who tried their guts out, players like uh, Jay Trevojevic, very unhappy with what's, what's going on. Yep, I agree with you there. So it is going to be an insane ride home for the NRL because I reckon the premiership is wide open now after the weekend. And um, I think if you take what's happened to Penrith, like you said, they'll probably still get the minor premiership because they're that far in front, but I reckon the finals for the NRL is going to be red hot and I can't wait because I'm all over Cronulla. If if that team does not get you up and about, then nothing will because they are, they just have must have the best energy ever. So no wonder they all play together so well. Um, yeah, I'm up, up for the way home, top rope. Yeah, well, if you are uh, follow the... Uh the GGOA, you tip them pre-season as well, the Sharks for the Premiership. So we've got a small ticket on, on them as well. So I'm with you there. Uh, we've got the Storm too, but they are also limping to the line. So uh, up, up, I say, up, up. Thanks, Top Rope. Now, MG, it's over to you. We're going to throw to the AFL and check out what happened in the round that was. Let's have a look at the results. Okay, Melbourne defeated Fremantle 85-39. to Collingwood beat Port Adelaide 88-82. to Sydney beat the GWS 112-39. St Kilda beat Hawthorne 75 to 63. Geelong beat the Western Bulldogs 94 to 66. Adelaide beat Carlton 84 to 55. The Gold Coast beat the West Coast 107 to 104. Richmond beat Brisbane 104 to 97. And Essendon beat the Kangaroos 114 to 66. Yeah, it's a tough week for uh, boogies, I think. Mm-hmm. They're uh, not only uh, getting their pants pulled down in the Commonwealth <coughs> Games, but uh, yeah, other than um, Adelaide being the only upset to beat the Blues, yep. who had a golden chance and choked. Um, was eight out of nine favourites and uh, eight out of nine home teams as well. So the seven covers in there, which we'll um, show a bit later. But uh, yeah, just a quick rundown. Um, yeah, the top, the top two, as we said at the top, uh, really stamped their authority. Melbourne went over to uh, Perth and uh, probably one of the worst performances I've seen for Frio in a long time. Uh, they had a chance uh, to take on the defending premiers and were just inept. They were, you know, it was really terrible. Poorly coached, poor execution in Melbourne. They just played into Melbourne's hands all day. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't understand teams that go in um, with the game plan of Melbourne of, of when we go forward, let's bomb it up and kick it a lever in May because it hasn't worked in two years. It's not going to change. Um, so, yeah, they're going to have to have a long, hard look going in the final series for Emmanuel for mine. That was uh, bad at performances we've seen in a long time and probably one of the worst performances for the year for a top eight side for mine. Um, lucky enough to get a seat at the uh, the G <laughs> yes, on um, Saturday. Just uh, <laughs> slipped my way into uh, – few beverages there in the afternoon and um, well, it's quite a good contest. Actually a bit fiery at times as well to uh, magpies going at each other and uh, surprise, surprise, Collingwood have ended up in another close game. So winning by six points. I think it's their fifth week in a row. Um, they have won and won under seven points. So if you're a Collingwood supporter, you're certainly getting good value for your money. But uh, Port again, um, very good uh, without getting the W. Uh, so, you know, even though their season's over, lost three in a row now, but the last three weeks, of signs are positive. They just can't get the W on the board. Sydney uh, just destroyed GWS. Wasn't any kind of battle of the bridge at all. I uh, saw their coach for GWS, McVeigh, afterwards. He was uh, almost distraught that the players have chucked it in. So that was a um, a solid win there. Sydney did as they liked and uh, 
you know, tipped uh, probably I think a week or two now, I think, ago that Sydney, uh, very good value, I think, for the premiership, the way they're going. They're uh, locked in for the top four now, all things being equal. Uh, so I think you'll get a good run for your money. Sydney got no real weaknesses at the moment, not too many injuries, and just like the way they're going about at the moment. So uh, they're definitely a team I'd be following. Um, St Kilda, just keep their finals chances faint. I don't think, I think the... They've they got no chance of making the finals, but uh, won a very ordinary standard game over the Hawks. Uh, one of the better games for the week was Geelong against the Bulldogs. Um, just the old adage, again, you can't beat Geelong down Geelong. Mm-hmm. And uh, it just proved, um, yeah, they just, uh, they really beat up on the Bulldogs, actually. Um, you know, they the Bulldogs got off to a flyer and you thought, I think they kicked the first four goals and you thought, oh, hang on a minute. And then. Geelong just showed how professional they are. Probably show where they are right now for a tilt at the flag that they just reeled them in and went straight past them. Yeah. Their third quarter was, uh, you know, if you hadn't, if you didn't see it, if you're a football fan, it's just watch worth, worth watching the third quarter. Um, probably one of the better quarters I've seen this year. They were um, unbelievable in their execution. Uh, as we said, Carlton choked okay. on their opportunity against Adelaide. Very poor uh, outcome for the Blues, and now they've got three tough Matches going home, you've got to play all sides above them. And all things being equal, I think the Blues are going to finish in that unlucky night spot now. So shows that they'll look back on this match and, uh, yeah, it might cost them September action for mine. Uh, Gold Coast and West Coast. Um, <laughs> Gold Coast technically think there's still a chance to make finals. They're not. Uh, all things being equal, they need a lot going their way. But a very exciting match, actually. West Coast come from a long way back to make it close and there's only three points of difference in both teams scoring over 100, which doesn't happen too often this year, that's for sure. Um, Richmond, Brisbane. Well, mm. <laughs> listen, Bri- uh, Richmond defend the MCG as well as anyone, and that's the reason why we said on uh, Friday's show that you know I, I thought Brisbane were a decent bet going in, but at the MCG you just can't bet them. So Brisbane, two things: Richmond defend the MCG as well as anyone, and Brisbane can't win at the MCG, yeah. and it's probably now why I can't see them winning the grand final, even if they get there, because. They just got this phobia about the MCG and they can say whatever they like. They were up seven goals against Richmond um, against a side that was going pretty ordinary and they couldn't shut the gate. Um, And in the last quarter, it was like neither team wanted to win the game. Uh, They kicked a lot of points both sides in a row. So it was a disappointing outcome for Brisbane and Richmond. uh, I think now we'll make finals on the back of Carlton losing to Adelaide and they'll miss. And last game, uh, yeah, not too many people (laughs) cared other than yourself. Essendon beating the Kangaroos. It was a pretty lopsided game and – Yes, and they're just getting uh, pointless wins towards the end of the season, I think. Yeah, pointless wins towards the end of the season just yeah. to keep <laughs> keep, yeah. keep the supporters happy. All right, MG, you alluded to it before. Eight of nine faves won, seven of nine covers, four of nine over totals and eight of nine home teams. And for the season, 71% of faves, 53% of covers, 54% over totals and 63% of home teams. Total wipeout for the boogies. Yeah, I think uh, one of the rare weeks, um, the, the punters actually got uh, – got ahead of the bookies, and as I said, if it wasn't for the uh, Adelaide upset of Carlton, yeah. it would have been uh, straight shooting for the punters. i tell you who did have a great weekend. You did with the AFL Stings, six wins. That is just www. You're on fire, babe. On fire. Yeah, it was good. Uh, yeah, good outcome. There's only four over totals out of the nine matches this week, and uh, you can see from the graphic, actually tip four of the overs. So got four out of the four overs there. And uh, as you can see in the brackets of the results, we didn't have too many uh, – Sweats in those totals either. Um, a couple of went over 200, um, GWS and uh, Gold Coast and the Richmond-Brisbane, so they were comfortable watches. Um, Sydney destroyed. Uh, the only one at the top, I guess, is Collingwood. Um, 
five and a half. They won by six, even though Port did kick the last goal, but had to sweat out the last minute or so. Uh, unfortunately, we'll see later on my charity bet at the start of the last <laughs> week was Collingwood minus six and a half and get done by half a point. Oh. But anyway, you can't win them all. But yeah, excellent week. Uh, what did we bet? 15 units, uh, 113. So yeah, season's going along in the right direction. We've got to catch up to top rope. So, you know, he's a runaway leader, so I had to do something. So yeah, good to see. You boys are on fire now. Okay, let's have a look at the premiership market. All right, Geelong three dollars, Melbourne three twenty, Sydney at seven. There, your hot tip for the outsiders: Brisbane at twelve, Collingwood twelve, Fremantle twenty one, Richmond twenty one, Western Bulldogs twenty one, and Carlton at twenty six. Yeah, not too much movement at the top, Nick. Um, they they look like they'll finish. Um, well, Geelong will definitely finish on top, uh, so I don't think they can get too much shorter mm-hmm. in the next couple of weeks. If you like them, um, I'd just be holding off for now. Melbourne, uh, no guarantee to finish second or uh, you know third or fourth. They could get an away final still, which would change their betting dramatically. So I'd just be calling my jets on Melbourne right now. Uh, I think still the value is around Sydney for mine. I just think with their draw, they're a chance to land the two spot. And if they get a home final, then uh, you'll get some value. Uh, of the rest, Carlton are the big drifters, obviously. They've gone right out yeah. the gate. I think they were fifth pick before the weekend. Now they're out to uh, ninth position at $26. Oh, Carlton. They'll rue that weekend. All right, let's have <laughs> Let's have a look at the Brownlow. Lockie Neal, 350. Brayshaw, 380. Clayton Oliver, 550. Petrarca at seven. And Tuke Miller at $7. I think we we're talking about that just downstairs. And Patrick Cripps at 850. Yeah, basically, marketing six. I think you see how quickly it drops off after Sam Walsh at $17 out to 71. So it's, uh, you know, obviously some very good players at the top. Uh, they're all playing pretty well. And uh, there hasn't been too much movement around. Tuke Miller is obviously the big mover mm-hmm. in. To seven dollars, he's playing outstanding football. Um, but Track has also lifted his rating as well, so it uh, looks like being an unbelievable count. So we've got three weeks left of voting, and then we can uh, knuckle down and, as Top Rope says, hopefully rev up the bookies to get some markets out early so we can have a bet. Oh, I got to love Brownlow night. I can't wait. Okay, in the Coleman Medal, Charlie Kerno, wow, one forty-five now. Jeremy Cameron, two ninety-five. Tom Hawkins, five twenty. Peter Wright, forty-one, and Max King at forty-eight. The rest are huge odds. Yeah, only three weeks to go, as we said with the Brownlow, but with the Coleman, all five top players in on the list scored two goals each, so mm-hmm. it was almost like uh, scratching. So that's why Kerno's now uh, come in a long way because he's got a five-goal lead uh, for the two Geelong players with three yeah. rounds to go. So, um, yeah, he's short enough, um, whether one of the Geelong guys can uh, make a challenge late, but, yeah, not a bad count. Okay, we'll see how we go with the Coleman. All right, punters, you saw he did have an insane weekend. You need the AFL Stings, and you can get that in the Little Birdie Live TV shop from $22 a week. AFL Stings, $22 a week. We're going to have a quick break and come back with Top Rope and NRL. Welcome back to First Look, proudly brought to you by topsport.com.au, family-owned and operated for over 35 years. Bet with a bookie you can trust. Bet with Top Sport. All right, let's have a look at the Round 20 NRL results. The Roosters, they did beat Manly 20-10. The Storm beat the Warriors 24-12. Parramatta beat Penrith 34-10. Canberra beat the Gold Coast 36-24. Cronulla beat South 21-20. West Tigers 32 over the Broncos to 18. Bulldogs, they beat Newcastle 24-10. And North Queensland beat St George 34-8. Top rope, over to you. Pack it down for me. Yeah, it was, uh, like I mentioned earlier, a pretty uninspiring start to, to what was the kind of heavily built up game, the Manly Roosters game. Uh, betting in that one, we went Roosters minus one and a half to Roosters minus 18 and a half. So um, if you took the middle, it was one of the great watches of all time. Uh, never really in doubt. Uh, Manly actually won the second half. Uh, but, yeah, probably more coming out of that game about what didn't happen. The Roosters would be happy just to move on and clip the two points, but uh, yeah, we'll see what happens with Manly next week. Uh, 
the Storm beat a, a fairly lacklustre Warriors 24-12, uh, ended a long losing streak, but uh, it got the two points. I'm not sure Craig Bellamy would be overly happy with some execution issues if they're sure they blew some tries. They've just picked up Tigers, uh, well, the Tigers' best player, David Nofaluma, on loan for the rest of the year, so they're certainly going to be uh, rushing straight into the team this week. Uh, the Eels, they come out and beat the Panthers 34 to 10 in an absolute ambush, led uh, 30 to 4 at half time. Uh, of course, uh, Nathan Cleary was sent off in the 18th minute, but uh, Panthers were well and truly in the back foot by that stage at any rate. Uh, Parramatta, wildly inconsistent, but they always look for the Panthers. They've been them twice this year now, so uh, big, big win for them. And uh, Unfortunately, the news of that game for the Eels is they have lost their halfback, Mitchell Moses, who has a broken thumb. So uh, big worries there for the Eels coming out of that win anyway. Uh, the Raiders smashed the Titans 36-24. That's consigned the Titans to last on the ladder at the moment, uh, following the Tigers win as well. Uh, they were utterly dreadful. Could have lost by 50. It was uh, an embarrassing performance at home. By the Titans, Justin Holbrook in a lot of trouble. Uh, the Sharks, in an absolutely cracking game of football, beat South Sydney 21 to 20. It was fantastic football, heavy defence, some great goal line stands, and very good tries. Uh, you know, we're starting to see the best of, uh, you know, the best of South Sydney with Latrell Mitchell back in, in action now. Boy, oh boy, the Sharks are, I can put him particularly through the middle there. And, uh, their forwards are, are highly impressive. So it was a, a great game, great result, great win. Uh, the Tigers, they come out and beat the Broncos, uh, a real kind of uh, trip back to reality for the Broncos, lost time 32-18 to the, the Broncos, to the Tigers. Uh, huge upset. Tigers was 17.5-point underdogs in that one. So uh, the 13-plus was paying double-digit set for the Tigers' win, so well, well done there. Uh, Adam Dewey, certainly the answer. He he threatened the club a few weeks back and said, play me at 5-8 or don't play me at all. Uh, they put him to 5-8. And he has absolutely starred. So, uh, no doubt their emotional leader. Uh, the Bulldogs bit the Knights yesterday, 24 10, got out to an early lead. It looked like the Knights aren't even coached and done zero video work for the game. So, uh, they're, they're that poor, they should be running last. They're, they're, they're last in scoring, they're last in uh, defence uh, points allowed. Uh, they are unquestionably, from mine, the worst, the worst team in the competition. So, uh, very, uh, another very poor performance at home there. And the Dragons, a few issues in their camp as well with the sacking of a couple of assistant coaches for 2023. Some players not happy, but the Cowboys, very, very good, 34-8. Jeremiah and I, worth shouting out as well. Uh, he scored another double. He's uh, now scored 16 tries, a remarkable return for a forward. He's uh, he's likely to break all kinds of records if he keeps going over the next, uh, next five weeks. So uh, all in all, yeah, you know, a reasonably flat weekend of, of of NRL action with some some real kind of controversy in uh, in there as well. So, uh, yeah, look, we we're kind of hitting that run to the finals now, and uh, things are getting serious. The the, the bad teams are, are are saying very very bad. You know, with the exception of you know the Bulldogs who have been resurgent since since since, since Barrett's gone, they're now up to talk on the ladder, uh, and the Tigers might have a little bit of a kick in their Luke Brooks has gone too, but. Um, yeah, we're, uh, we're, we're hitting the, uh, the run into the finals now. Thanks, Top Rope. Now let's have a look at the bookie wrap. All right, seven of eight 
uh, faves, three of eight covers, three of eight over totals, and two of eight home teams. And for the season, 70% of faves, 49% of covers, 53% of over totals, and 59% of home teams. Yep, it was uh, a slow week for the overs, actually, which was a little mm-hmm. disappointing. We were um, very heavy in the overs, and there was no real weather to blame either. So uh, a little disappointing. Home teams, a lot of home dogs this week, so I'm not surprised the home team number was down. But uh, um, yeah, it's, you know, I still wouldn't give up on the overs yet. We were. Um, we'll go to the GGOA soon, but we missed a couple by by a half point there, which yeah, always hurts. I, I was with you on one of them for the Cronulla's here, so I was like, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe the result, like point point five, and then um, but I but I went with you for Parramatta. I backed Parramatta. What I got three eighty five. I was like, thanks, Top Rope. That was a great tip. Always looking <laughs> Thank you. All right, we can get to the uh, GGOA. All right, so as he alluded to, it was a little bit rough on a couple of them because he just missed, but you can talk me through it. Uh, yeah, the Manly Roosters total love. I'm very, very confident on that one. Uh, never looked likely. It was because that second half, it was the game just left the energy to really go anywhere. Parrot, never in danger, no sweat there. Cornell uh, South total, we were probably up against heading into Golden Point at, uh, at 20 all, but John Mitchell did have a short two point field goal at one stage that missed. So, was swinging on that one for what would have been a miracle. Uh, but, look, that was a defensive game. Probably didn't deserve that one. Uh, Broncos Tigers. Uh, looked like it was going to sail over, but uh, it did go over in the end, but it was a bit of a sweat there. Uh, Canberra minus four and a half, never in danger. The total never looked likely in the second half. And, again, the last game, after the total actually jumped 41 and a half in most bookies yesterday. So, hopefully people waited uh, and got the win, but officially that is a loss by a half. Two tough beats there. All right, let's go to Thursday night. So it should be a cracker. So 7.50 p.m. Thursday night at the SCG. The Roosters are taking on the Broncos, $1.70. The Roosters, two fifteen. the Broncos, and the line at the moment is two and a half. Oh, I think this will be a good game if the Roosters show up. Yeah, well, that's the question, though, isn't it? What, what Roosters are going to show up? You know, they've been wildly inconsistent this year. And, yeah, at their best, oh, I think this minus two and a half is way too big. I think they should, you know, should get the the money over the Broncos, particularly, um, particularly on the edges where they're showing some vulnerability. The, the Broncos, but if they play like they did, particularly that second half last week, where they try to go around teams rather than going through the middle, they're in a lot of trouble. I I think Sam Verrills is close one of the overrated players in the competition. He just does nothing but get in the way of that Roosters side. They are much better off when you know, the Drew Hutchinson or Connor Watson's play hooker. Hopefully, Trent will, will, will kind of go to that a bit more this week. Hopefully, you know, not being such massive favourites and kind of having to kind of be the the, the mirror for kind of so much that controversy last week. We'll, we'll see them at their best. But, um, yeah, they probably did the last you know, two of the last three weeks. They'll, they'll, they'll win and win well. But if they show up what they did in the second half last week, it's going to be a very close game. I think I think we'll get the best of the rest of them. They need to keep on winning. So, I'm leaning towards the minus here, but not a late, not a great deal of confidence at face value on a Monday morning. That's what I thought. I said to MG downstairs. I thought like you could almost go dollar ninety, take your pick in this game because if the Broncos show up and and they play well, they'll take on the Chooks. And um, obviously the Chooks are only favourite because it's in Sydney and the Broncos have got to travel. And the Broncos are missing. I will likely miss Patrick Carrigan, who's going to fake goes this year. He was the, you know, the the star of Origin on the Wally Lewis medal, and um, and he did a very very nasty hip drop on. Uh, Jackson Hastings, which is which is broken his leg, and, and we'll see him out for the remainder of the year. So 
I'll be expect a fairly lengthy suspension for Patrick Carrigan as well. Naughty boy. Okay, let's have a look at the premiership market. I think this has just been blown wide open. All right, the Penrith are still at two ten. North Queensland seven fifty. Cronulla eight dollars. The Storm eight fifty. The Broncos fourteen. Parramatta fourteen. Roosters fourteen. South Sydney sixteen. And Canberra rate rounded out at fifty one. Penrith, it's yeah, they're on the drift. They were rods on last week. They're on the drift with their with their two halves and, and seven quite now for a period of time as well. Uh, not sure the Cowboys are deserving a second favourite. He's not either up to second on the ladder. I'd probably rather be on the Sharks out of any of those teams at the moment. The Cowboys get winning, but they've got a, they've got a stink around. We don't really see that with the Sharks at the moment. Like Sharks' upside probably capped a little bit, but you know, they've got a pretty high floor at the moment as well, and I think their team is kind of built for finals footy. So uh, I think Cronulla, if I'm backing you around, Oh, I hate to say, apparently I've got a dreadful finals record, uh, horrendous finals record, but we've seen what they can do against the really good teams this year, and, and they've probably got more upside of any of those teams in the bottom half of the the four of the eight than uh, uh, than anyone else. So, um, yeah, at the price, yeah, you could have a little something in the eels, depending on whether we'd expect Mitchell Moses to be back on. Okay, thanks, Top Rope. So you've either got Cronulla or a little bit of apparent matter, some value there. If you are serious about your NRL, you need the GGOA and you can get that in the Little Birdie Live TV shop from $22 a week. NRL, GGOA, you need to get it. Okay, MG, over to you, our favourite time of the week. Your favourite time of the week. <laughs> uh, okay, we've got, uh, yeah, charity week. Uh, charity here, we've got week 21 results here. Um, we've got, uh, yeah, Collingwood, unfortunately. BB, bad B. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, well, unfortunately, not unfortunately, we have to tip on a Monday, so it yeah. is what the was prices. Uh, they did dip down to four and a half with the lowest at the TAB and five and a half. So, yeah, for the, any punters out there that did bet late, might have got it. But yeah, for the official, as Top Rope said, lo- lines locked in. So they won by six, get beat. Uh, you never had a sweat in your swans mm-hmm. after second quarter. It was the thought they were going to win by 100. And uh, Top Rope, he had a bit of a sweat, gets in by uh, half a point. It was golden point there, as he said. So. Some wins, some lose, and that takes the overall count now to, I think, I'm two wins in front of both of you now, so it's really tightening up. I had a four-stroke lead uh, two rounds ago, and now it's only two the difference, so you two are both coming hard, which I like. It'll be a good finish. Oh, yeah. Okay, week 22 predictions we've got now for our charity. So, Nikki, I'll throw to you first for Sids and Kids. $100, are you going NRL or are you going to stick with the AFL? You found some form. <laughs> I found some form and I'm going for the AFL. The Bombers, minus six and a half for me. Thanks, oh, MJ. Going for a team of Bombers. <laughs> Good pick there. Uh, top rope, what have you got for your charity, Wayside Chapel, this week? Oh, you're starting to hear those footsteps, MG. Starting <laughs> to hear those footsteps. The stride's <laughs> got shorter out front there. Uh, I'm going to stick with the Bunnies. No plus one and a half. This, minus seven and a half. I mean, it's the Warriors. I think this Warriors side is absolutely made to be picked off by a team like South, who you know, can score at will and... and yeah, a real flat track will lose with the trail on the side. So I'll, I'll be, be taking the minus in that one. South minus 17 and a half at top rope. And for my charity, love me, love you. I've had two bad beats in two weeks, so I'm going to take it on the chin and move on. Uh, I was, I did come in and write down Essendon, didn't I, this morning? <laughs> you did, so yeah. I wanted to clear that up front. And Nikki's bullied me out of it and said, we both can't tip the same one. Uh, you're blocking me to try and get the win. So I've had to find in my second selection, which is Richmond plus eight and a half. So. We will see how the Tigers go. So they're the predictions for round 21, which is week 22. Thanks, MG and Top Rope. Okay, that is a wrap for this edition of First Look. Thanks for joining us. Follow us on YouTube. Hit the subscribe button. Download our podcast everywhere you get your good podcasts from. Don't forget to follow us on socials, Little Birdie TV, and we are on Twitter and Insta. 
OB will be back with the boys on Friday to pack down the weekend for you. And don't forget, all your footy betting action is at topsport.com.au and you can get the comms game package from $55 a week. Birmingham Blinders, he's off to a flyer. Get it all. Thanks, guys. Bye.